0: And so the first time that I saw this guy walking through my kitchen, I thought, okay, who just walked through my kitchen? And so I, you know, am asking everybody I know that was there, did you just walk through the kitchen? No, no, I didn't. And so after a time, I just began to realize it. And, and the neat thing about it is, and this is a one way that I can tell that it's a ghost is because for some reason, and I think this is just part of my intuition, is that I'm never scared by what I see.
1: Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And
2: I'm Jessica Paschke.
1: We are two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable.
2: Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. It is spooky season, one of my favorite time of year because of the weather over here on the East Coast. And we are very fortunate today to be able to welcome our colleague, Johnny Bruce, to the episode. He is a medium and an intuitive coach. And you can find him at his website at johnnybruce.com. And we are talking with Johnny because he and I had a very interesting conversation about ghosts a few months ago. And I said, hey, let's go chat about that. So welcome, Johnny. Thank you.
2: I want to know, like, because we're all mediums, right? Right. Yeah. Right.
1: We're all so mediums. like,
2: did you see ghosts before you developed your mediumship gifts? Or was it like after?
0: It was before. So all my life I've been seeing what I now realize are earthbound spirits. Oh. And the way that I see them is through my, I'll call them my human eyes.
1: And <laughs> I <totally laughs> yeah. that. That's what was <laughs> yeah. so fascinating. Right. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: And so, but it's always peripheral. So it's always that, you know, it's it's out of out of the corner of my eye they are a live person. For example, I was walking through a neighborhood at night, just going for an evening walk. And in the front yard of this house was this teenage boy who was crying and rocking in the front yard. He was sitting down and he was just rocking. And I walked by the house, I saw him and then I stopped and I thought, oh my gosh, I need to see if this kid's all right. And so I immediately turned around, he's not there, but he was there. So I could see him and I saw him as a live person. So he was dense. I mean, he looked like a real person sitting there. And so that was what I would call an intelligent earthbound spirit. Okay. So that that was somebody who
1: was there who needed help.
2: If you were to turn your head, would you see him out of your peripheral then again? like
1: Right. So you're seeing, you said you see out of your peripheral and they look just like, we do right human right there. right and then when you turn to face them straight on, do you still see them or do you then no longer see them?
0: I no longer see them
1: oh interesting
2: yeah you interesting. know they're there now
0: right and and so here's the thing that's kind of interesting is is that so a lot of this happened prior to becoming a medium so in other words, a lot of the earthbound spirits I saw before becoming a medium and so in hindsight, I would have stopped. And I would have tried to engage with him through mediumship. But I wasn't aware of that gift yet. And so I just lost him. And then so I've seen, seen a lot of uh, earthbound spirits that way. Now I have seen residual, what I call residual earthbound spirits, but they're not really intelligent. So they basically have crossed over, but a part of their Spirit, their energy is still here.
2: Oh, that's what I see.
0: Yeah. So,
1: can you break all this down? First of all, you're saying earthbound spirits. Yes. Then you're saying intelligent and you're saying residual. So, can we go through those three?
2: Yeah, we need to define that because I think everyone has a different definition of what an earthbound spirit is. So, what for you is an earthbound spirit? What qualifies as that?
0: For me, an earthbound spirit is someone who has left this human experience but they don't, they don't realize they've left this human experience. And so a lot of earthbound spirits are experiencing emotion that is lower vibrating. So like for instance, fear, um, they're um, upset, confused, angry, depressed. So all those lower vibrating emotions, those low vibrating energy, basically keeps them, keeps them here and they haven't recognized that they're dead. And so that's what earthbound is, is that they're vibrating at much lower rate and they haven't recognized that they've passed yet.
2: So what do you call someone then? So we have our terminology moving forward. What do you call someone then who's crossed, but comes back? Like, are they just a a loved one across or just a spirit? What do you call those?
0: Yeah, I just call them a spirit.
2: Okay. So right.
0: it's a distinction between a spirit or an earthbound spirit.
1: So earthbound gotcha. spirit, spirit, the vibration, and then. And
0: then yeah. The residual. Yes. Is basically where a part of their energy they've crossed over, but a part mm-hmm. of their energy is left here. And so, for example, I lived in a loft and I had a residual spirit that was, he was a workman. He, he worked in, because my loft was a converted warehouse that was like, you know, a hundred years old. And,
1: Sounds fabulous, actually. Yes, he it was, was really like,
2: cool. I want that loft. Good one, Bob.
0: And um, so every time I would be in the kitchen, he would just walk through the kitchen. So I would see him. It was peripheral, again.
1: Mm-hmm. I would
0: see him out of the corner of my eye, but he was, uh, for me, he was solid. and he would just walk through the kitchen and every night he would just walk through the kitchen same time same same time
2: okay and And wasn't interacting this this it was just moving like in their own world basically right right Right.
0: okay yeah and so they're, they're, that means unintelligent. So they're they're not there. It's just energy.
2: Yeah. They're they're not communicating with you. Like right. they're the, just the, you're just picking up on the energy of that. Is
1: that the energy you think of the person or of the place of that space of his, right? So
0: I think it's, no, it's, it's his energy. You know, okay. so one of the things that, you know, James Van Prock talks about is, is that if we consider the fact that when we're having our human experience, he likes to call it You know, what we're experiencing in this lifetime is just like the big toe of our soul.
2: Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
0: And so we're just, we're in our, in our human experience, we're just a little part of our soul is being, is experiencing this. And so the rest of our soul can be anywhere, anywhere in the field. It can be, it it could even be having another human experience or even another experience somewhere else in the universe.
1: Yes, I agree. And,
0: okay. And so I think that when, let's just call it that big toe, when that big toe transitions and crosses over, that, that there's energy from that spirit, from that soul that just kind of gets left behind.
2: Okay, that and, makes sense.
0: And it's just, so it's just, it's almost, it is almost like a hologram, you know? So quantum physics talk, talks about when you take a hologram and you break it up into pieces, million pieces. You know, when you look at the pieces of a hologram, you see the the complete image in one piece of the whole.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay. if you think about that from that perspective, you know, when the soul is in millions of pieces, you know, you're still seeing the whole, mm-hmm. even though it's just a little piece of that energy. Mm-hmm. And so, what we're experiencing is is that. Just that little piece of energy that, that just kind of been left behind. It's it's you know if you want to think about it is it's residual garbage <laughs> we just didn't clean up <laughs> before we left. <laughs>
1: <It's> just thought <laughs> <kind of here. laughs> I'd sprinkle a little here, sprinkle right, a little Right, right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that's that's so that's how I experience them. Is is that I really feel like they're real. I mean, so the first time that I saw this guy walking through my kitchen, I thought, okay, who just walked through my kitchen? And so I you know, I'm asking everybody I know that was there. Did right. you just walk through the kitchen? No, no, I didn't. And so after a time, I just began to realize it. And, and the neat thing about it is, and this is a one way that I can tell that it's a ghost is because for some reason, and I think this is just part of my intuition is that I'm never scared by what I see.
2: I love that. Okay.
0: So I just I just know that, it, that it's there right. and the fact that I'm not afraid of it helps me realize that I have just seen a ghost.
2: Oh, that's really cool. If you were
1: afraid, then that would lead you where I don't want to go into a whole other topic, but right, if right. unafraid is earthbound spirit ghost. Right. Then what is uncomfortable to you?
0: It would be a stranger that is having a human experience that, that I wasn't <laughs> Prepared to oh, a
2: real human okay a real human. Human. <laughs> okay
1: sorry that's why i was like we need to be humans very... are scary okay yeah. so it's a ghost it's not a person that's in your house i've got it all right, right. <laughs> i
2: love you okay so so we've got these earthbound which makes sense <laughs> though when you say you know i i remember james saying that you know um the big toe and i like that because it that lets people think of how much more of us doesn't incarnate in this physical body. And so even when a spirit is earthbound, they're not stuck. Like their whole soul isn't stuck, right? Like it's not like they're prevented from existing on the other side. Correct. They just haven't realized they're
1: dead. (laughs) Recalled all their energy out of this particular timeline.
0: Well, and I think it's that, you know, just as our, our brains, you know, have the emotional center and the logic center. I think that when someone suffers a passing that is highly emotional, like, you know, in the case of a car wreck or, you know, murder or or even suicide, I think that they are so emotionally engaged that at the moment of their death, they're not able to process logically what's just happened.
2: So there's a shock. Right? A surprise. Right. Yeah. For you, do you think that earthbound spirits there has to be a traumatic event for them to become earthbound? Or like you said, like a shock or something that has to be that that gets them? Or do you think it can be wider than that?
0: So I think it's all based on emotion. So for example, um, there are earthbound spirits that are afraid to cross over because they're not sure what's going to happen on the other side. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't want to go through their life review. Maybe they are frightened by that or they're guilty because they know it's going to be bad. And so I think that, you know, that type of emotion can keep them here too. So I think that, you know, that's, that's kind of what we are, you know, seeing is, is that people are in a highly emotional state. And a lot of people talk about this, like John Holland and even James talks about um, the fact that, you know, there's such a really small number of earthbound spirits, but they all are here because of a traumatic or highly emotional experience.
2: So it's not everybody. They're not just floating around. It is a small number. So how, yeah. how often do you see them then?
0: I wouldn't say I see them often. Now that I've become a medium in the last three years, I'm not seeing them at all.
2: Oh, really?
1: Interesting. Yes.
0: And I actually think that that's because my uh, spirit team is keeping me in a bubble to only interact with right. spirits that have crossed over. So,
1: so I, I want fascinating to me. draw me a picture here, Johnny. Mm-hmm. So, you, so are you spending the majority of your life or the majority of your adulthood seeing earthbound spirits out of your peripheral vision? Or is this something... It comes later. Like, when does this happen?
0: So, yeah,
1: teens. Okay. Yeah. So, teens up. Right. And it happens. I mean, are you walking around every day seeing them? Is it once in a while?
0: It's once in a while. And I think it has to do with now that I'm a medium, I understand the whole concept of raising my vibration. Mm -hmm. So, one of the things that I recognize in reflection. Uh, back is that the times that i saw earthbound spirits that my vibration was high at the moment either because i was in physical activity or something that was raising my energy up in order to be able to see them
1: yeah that makes me think of the different astral planes and levels because
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: it's said that that earth ghosts earthbound spirits right would be existing more at the first astral plane because right. they've not fully, you know, moved up to them. That's the place of emotion. That's the place of everything that you mentioned, actually. They're mm-hmm. not too sure that they want to go all the way in, so to speak. So they're hanging out. So they're not really earthbound, everybody. Like, I do want to say that we're calling them earthbound. Right. But it's not that they're stuck on the earth and they can't move. It's right. just that they're in
0: A lower astral plane, plane level yeah. one. Correct. Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. And then they can decide what to do from that astral plane level one.
0: Right. Right. And, and I think it's because, you know, they're, even though they are in that plane, they're still vibrating at a very low rate. Yes. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Because we, we know that, you know, spirits that have crossed over have to really lower their their vibration and we have to raise our vibration in order to communicate with them. Yes. And so they're lowering their vibration almost to the level of that first, you know, that first level, right? Right. Right. To okay. earth. Right. Yes. Yes. So that someone who's not able to transition yet is just not, I think a lot of it is, is that they don't have awareness or confidence in being able to begin to raise their vibration.
1: Right. And that's a whole other topic. which yes, we're talking carefully, everyone, because there are three or four, Topics within this conversation yeah. and we want to piece them out for you so that we stay focused. So my experience with ghosts is a little bit different, but I didn't see I can I see them straight ahead, right but I don't see them necessarily like you do on the regular, right? I understand that right. that and it's also interesting that you are not seeing them now that you're working professionally as a medium. right that is fascinating to me
0: yeah and and i think that that's because i have learned to be disciplined on how to open myself up
1: okay so boundaries down. yes boundaries. yeah boundaries protect opening you know what i i think johnny i'm reflecting on that i have to say i think the longer that i've worked professionally i have to agree with you i think i interact with them less often
0: and that's partly huh. because you set an intention right we set, set the intention that we want to talk to loved ones that have crossed over. Right. When we uh, see these reality TV shows where there are mediums that go with ghost hunters and mm-hmm. they're, they're seeing them, mm-hmm. I think that they're able to do that because they're setting the intention. Mm-hmm. They're setting the intention when they go into a house or to wherever uh, that the show is taking place and they're setting the intention that says, I want to be able to open myself up to all possibilities, not just crossed over spirits. I mm-hmm. want to open myself up to, you know, earthbound or any vibrating spirit.
2: Do You think that's because we each have like our own specialties in terms of mediumship and our own gifts. And some people are naturally, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. each one of us as a medium is really different, right? Like y'all we we receive spirit really differently. And maybe, some people are really good at that like that's their thing where other people are good at other things you know right right
0: and I think that that's basically our we all have those abilities we mm-hmm. just make conscious choice as to which ones we want to act on because we're more comfortable
2: and driving energy to and refine and becoming an yeah. expert in like because that holds our interest right, right. so it's yeah. not like we couldn't do it right it's just not something that we're putting our energy into to to develop right Mm -hmm. when
1: i'm walking around (laughs) in the world and i i want to almost go before because now you'd have to be pretty intense to get my attention right because i'm i'm focused and i'm protected and right all that's there my boundaries are there but if i go into places where there's clearly spirit energy and i'm gonna say earthbound all right Mm because there's different kinds but you feel it Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, like it, it, it changes and I, sometimes they do talk to me and they don't talk to me like a crossed over loved one spirit talks to me. It's more mm, one-liners. It's not a conversation. It's in response to, so, I mean, have you noticed that? Do they ever talk to you or you were seeing them before you knew that you were a medium?
0: I was seeing them before I knew I was a medium. Okay. Um, And a lot of times I would if if they started to engage with me, I would disengage. In other words, I was like, okay, i I don't want to talk to you because I don't know who you are and, right and I don't okay. understand this yeah, okay and and sometimes it's like for instance, I was over at a family member's house, and someone who was going through a very you know traumatic event in their life came over to visit one day and they they were walking through the house, and I just happened to notice them and And after they left, I asked everyone, I said, wow, so, you know, Jim brought his dog. I didn't know he brought his dog with him. Well, everyone said, well, I'm sorry, but there was no dog. And so so I had everyone call. I had someone pick up the phone and call Jim and say, hey, Jim, you know, uh, Johnny said he saw a dog and described the dog. And he goes, oh, my God, that was my childhood dog who died many, many years ago. And so this person was going through a highly emotional state and, and this dog was there to comfort him. And I saw this dog as a real dog.
1: Okay. So Johnny, now, first of all, listen, Johnny is incredibly clairvoyant. Can't wait to have him on as a medium. So you can hear how he does that. Okay. Because that's fascinating. So (laughs)
2: that's fascinating. (laughs) Right. So when he's
1: saying he sees the dog, I'm like, of course you do. But knowing you, Johnny, Johnny, And Ghost, I'm saying, isn't that, that's the dog in spirit, not the dog earthbound. You maybe just didn't know at that time that you were a medium and that that dog was in spirit. I'm asking. No, that's that's very
0: possible. That's a good question. Because at the time I wasn't a medium when I saw this dog.
1: Oh, yes, but you were.
0: I know. know. (laughs) And when I saw this dog, I mean, I was seeing him like I see other earthbound because it was real. To me, I was seeing this dog and it was real.
1: But I yeah. would argue that's how you are a medium as well. Well,
0: yes, but I can tell the
1: difference now. Okay. Okay. We'll leave it. I know. We're going to yeah. leave it can tell, the can tell the difference.
2: Okay. So I yeah. have a question though. Sorry. I always have a question because I see it very, the only time that I see a ghost is really what I would say is a spirit. Like they're usually with someone and my mediumship kicks in and then I see them like a hologram. Right, I don't see them as a person, but I see them as a hologram. So they're in my third eye and they're in space and I know where they are in space, but I don't ever see them as a, as a ghost. So I guess like my question is, is like, what do you, I'm just fascinated by this. What do you do with them when they're earthbound? Like,
1: do you know oh, what I mean? that's, no, that's a great
2: i'm curious because yeah. when There's i so see them answers. as a hologram i know that they're they're coming through with a message right like you said like your friend was walking through and he was going through a hard time and you know oh. so i know that and all if if it is a safe space and i feel comfortable i'm not going to ambush them but you know then i will ask have a conversation with that spirit and, and relay that information um if the person is open to it but what do you do with an earthbound like what happens okay so i see them Awesome. Now what do I do with it?
0: You know. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. I think there are people who specialize in that. Like for instance, Kim Russo, you know, you know, she specializes in helping spirits cross over. I mean, so she goes and she experiences an earthbound spirit and just like a therapist would, she works with them until they cross over. You know, Amy Allen can do that too. And so I think that there are people who just are really good at that mm-hmm. and and don't mind taking them home and working with them until they get them to cross over. Now, I have uh, helped some people, like, for instance, I had a friend, her father was dying and she said, I really wish she would just cross. And and I said, okay, fine, let me, give me give me your mother's name because she's already crossed. And so I had a conversation with her mother and said, why, why don't you go to your husband and say, hey, it's time to go. And um, he, she had gone back to see him the next weekend. And he said, well, I just have to let you know that your mother was here. And she was, she was trying to get me out of here. And I told her it's to leave me alone. <laughs> so he didn't. And uh, so then she, she called me back and she said, uh, so that didn't help. And I said, okay. I said, well, what was the name of his best friend who had already cr- crossed? And so I had a conversation with the mother again. I said, Well, go, would you go talk to the best friend? And would the two of you go back? So then I got a phone call two days later that that the father had passed finally. But it so for me, you know, that was crossing over so, someone who's already who's still here in this human existence. But I think that if I were interacting with an earthbound spirit, I think I would do the same. I would say, okay, who wants to come and claim, <laughs> claim this person? So you'd and ask
2: spirit for help. I would ask spirit yeah, for help for sure. and, and ask
0: them to cross them over because I don't know that I would necessarily know how to do that. So that I, would, I would ask them to do it for me.
1: Mm-hmm. So I have crossed, I, I've, I've worked with, I'm using your terminology, earthbound spirits mm-hmm. as well, and have crossed them. I'm hesitating here because I don't know, Jessica, one thing Jessica and I feel strongly about is that there's no right or wrong answer and that each person has their own experience Mm -hmm. and their own wisdom and understanding. So everything that you'll hear us say is what we, the three of us, because there's three today, right, have experienced for ourselves. And I'm saying that very specifically because this is a very controversial topic.
2: Mm-hmm. and then there's we, a lot of people who feel a lot of feels about it one way yes. or the other for right sure.
1: and it's for some they they want to claim it honestly i i know people like that right they want to they want to claim that earthbound spirit they want to stick with it some of them are some people are uncomfortable and very afraid of it or they're afraid that that their loved one will get stuck here or if they're in the middle of crossing over that they all get stuck here, that they won't be able to cross. And this is very real. And I want to, you know, respect where everybody is and honor that. And if you are not crossing fully, it is your choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like when you go, when it's time for your turn to go home, you get to go. There's nothing that's going to keep you here other than you. And it won't be out of your control. I think it's important for people to know in my experience and my understanding. And I am speaking specifically, I've been in this situation with people. So I think that's important to know.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. Not every spirit is earthbound. You have to be able to tell the difference just because you can see them doesn't mean they're stuck. Right. Right. And if you
1: were, and for those people who are concerned that they perhaps won't be able to cross over, that is inaccurate. You don't need someone to help you cross into the light and be at peace.
2: But then like Johnny says, there's sometimes where you get stuck because of all the emotions surrounding the event. Right. And then you would need someone to help you unpack the emotions, right? Like you would need someone to kind of start that out, I think, right, Johnny? Did I understand yeah. that correctly?
0: Yeah, and so, and I, I really think that trust comes into to this. So I think that, you know, I think the, the spirit has to, has to be able to, to work with someone that they really trust. And so as a stranger, I have no trust with them. And, but if I can bring someone that they trusted, you know, at some point in their life to come and help them, then since they already have that trust bond, then they're more likely to listen and be able to work with that individual. Whereas they don't know me and they may even be questioning why I'm even talking to them because a lot of, you know, A lot of other hey mediums
2: talk, hey. A lot of other
0: um, uh, mediums will talk about how, uh, you know, earthbound spirits, since they, you know, since they really don't know that they're dead, then they're going to see you as a stranger. They're they're not going to understand why you're interacting with them. So,
2: right, just, just like if you would approach someone in a park, like that's mm-hmm. human, right? Why are you coming up to me? <laughs> you, yeah.
0: know? you know, Yeah. I, th- you know, I think that no, no. Where I think it would be successful is if you were vibrating at the level of joy, gratitude, unconditional love, you were vibrating at that high level of rate which we need to have when we're communicating with spirit. I think that that energy would be communicated to that earthbound spirit. And so they would sense the unconditional love and the joy from that person.
2: So do you think, just curiosity, that they're attracted to us because of that when we shift our vibration up as mediums mm-hmm. and like th- yes. that's why we have more encounters with them because they kind of sense that and find us or or do you think it's like location specific or do you find these people like for example well, the boy that you were talking about on your walk right is he attached to the place or can he just did he find you because you were vibrating at a certain level
0: yeah i think that i was vibrating at a level that that gave me the ability because, you know, and, and not to get all scientific here, but in quantum physics, they talk about how energy looks for parity. So energy likes to match energy. Mm. That's why, you know, people who are vibrating at the level of a victim tend to draw other victims. I mean, so, you know, it's like misery, lo- misery, misery, misery loves company. It's because they're, the, the parity of the energy is, is connecting. There has, there, they're always looking for parity. So I think that when they're vibrating a certain level and we're vibrating a cer- certain level, then there's that level of parity which allows us to see them and be able to communicate and interact with them.
2: Ugh, and- you just said my two favorite words, quantum physics. I, I am such a geek. <laughs> when you said not some. We're like, yes, we love it. we geek out, out Johnny. Go, go, yep. go. Okay, so <laughs> just to let's
1: just narrow narrow bent down and focus again. So you're seeing them. You see them, they look like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You can tell the difference and you're not necessarily interacting with them. And that is by choice or because the interaction isn't available.
0: I think it's a little of both. I, I, think that, okay. I think that when I see them, I immediately recognize and I intuitively know what they are. Okay. And at the time before I became a medium, I didn't know how to engage with them or you know, so I'd never gone through the process of understanding how to do that. So, you know, I think subconsciously I would set the intention. Don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you because I don't understand you. Right. And, and so whenever that is set, then then I think that they just, they thought, oh, cool, a connection. And then whenever I don't allow it, then then they just kind of go away.
2: You know, I think that's why people say, too, I don't want to see. I don't want to see.
1: So I this think we're going to, we're going to continue this conversation in another episode and add a few more pieces to it. So I want to thank Johnny for joining us today. And again, that's a com. And until next time, everybody, it's spooky season. What adventure are you going to have yeah. today?
0: Thank you for having me. Take care.
1: Pleasure.
2: Thanks for being a part of today's adventure with spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to find out more information and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous.